Hello Preppers, welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. Don't forget you can go to anchor.fm, sign up for listener support. If you like the YouTube videos, just hit like and share, or like and subscribe. Today's episode is titled Cashless Currency. So what do we do when paper money is no good anymore? There is of course gold, silver, copper, but for those of us who can't afford to invest in precious metals, there's an alternative source of bartering. Here are a few things you can use for trade. Now, before this sounds too awful crazy and foreign, if you were anything at all near my age, you probably remember stories of grandma and grandpa talking about the bartering system. And bartering is no different than just simply trading labor for labor or trading one good for another good. And there are so many different ways of implementing this in today's society. We don't have to wait for crap to hit the fan. We could actually be doing this now, and a lot of people still do. So here's a few examples. Of course, you can write this down if you like. Uh, Keep in mind, this is when the the economy crashes, and paper money's no good, your credit cards are no good, and if you can't afford to invest in the precious metals, Here's some things I want you to think about that may actually save your bacon down the road. Obviously, you'll need to stock up on some of this stuff before then. You may already be stocked up on it. You actually may be ahead of the game already. First item up, labor for labor. I'm going to use this as an example. Let's just say that your neighbor has a leaky roof, and you know what needs to be done to fix it. So you go over there, you help them fix their roof, the leak has been fixed the problem has been solved and instead of paying you cash or any kind of coin they may have saved up what if the repayment was they came over and tilled your garden for you you're not losing any kind of a a good you're not losing any kind of money as it were and neither are they you used physical labor to help them and they return with physical labor of their own so one form of bartering in a cashless currency as it were is labor for labor next item up labor for goods and we'll, we'll go back to the the garden tilling let's say your neighbor needs a garden tilled and they offer to give you a couple of chickens While this may not sound like a very fair trade, think about the amount of eggs these hens will put off for you. There's protein right there. If you do it right, maybe depending upon how much labor you're having to invest, they may give you more than two chickens, maybe it's three chickens or four. But either way, you've expended physical exertion, labor, and you received a tangible, something you can hold in your hand as a repayment. So labor for goods is a great way to do it. Next item on the list, over-the-counter painkillers. Things like aspirin, Tylenol, Motrin, Aleve. Just, this can go, this list can go all the way into Pepto-Bismol for like stomach relief, diarrhea, so on. Benadryl for itches and bug bites and so forth. Any kind of over-the-counter painkiller. 
things that you can easily pick up at your local pharmacy or Walmart or CVS, Walgreens, whatever. Next, over-the-counter fever reducers. And I want to be fairly specific on this. Tylenol and Motrin are great for redu reducing fevers. And of course, if you're sick or you have a loved one that's sick and they're running a fever, you really need to keep a fever under control as best as you can. You might also keep in mind the liquid Tylenol and Motrin for like children. Children obviously are not really great at taking pills. Therefore, there's a liquid form of it. Pay attention to the expiration dates. You know, whole thing goes with just about anything else. Cool, dark place to store it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't ignore the expiration dates on the liquids for sure. All right, the next thing up for barter, and of course this can be either for labor expended for your behalf, or it could just be a item for an item trade. Whiskey. Now I'm not saying you need to become alcoholics or make your neighbors alcoholics. But whiskey for sterilizing stuff, medical type, anything. And of course, it could just be that maybe you have a neighbor that partakes of alcohol and you've stored up some whiskey for just such an event. As far as my wife and I go, we store up vodka. I know that sounds kind of kind of lame, but vodka is affordable. It's in pint-sized bottles, we don't store fifths of anything, 750 milliliter or anything. Everything we store is basically pint-sized, would fit in your hip pocket. And it's very, very cost-effective to do so. I think currently it's 5 or $6 for a pint. So it's not a major investment now, but it would be worth your while to have it for later. Tobacco. Uh, unfortunately, I smoke. My wife and I were trying to quit smoking. But tobacco is one of those things, if you can find a way to store it and keep it fresh, that would be another good barter item. Uh, one of the obvious things on the list is ammunition for the most popular calibers in your area. 22 caliber rifle rounds would be probably very, very cost effective. And a lot of people where I live, almost everybody has a 22. Next would be extra food. And I'm not talking about throwing the microwave type freezer meals. I'm referring to bulk things such as beans, rice, pastas, uh, just almost anything that you can store extra of. It would require preparation in order to eat it, obviously. But like macaroni and cheese, you could get boxes and boxes of that. And while macaroni and cheese in and of itself will get boring very fast, the person bartering with you may have something you need. And man, mac and cheese for the kids, that's going to really boost the morale, whatever. I know that sounds cheesy. Just put yourself in the position where you haven't had something in a while. However silly it may sound now, might be the biggest morale boost later down the road. After food comes water, such as like bottled water. Or maybe even gallon water. Uh, water is the giver of life. Everybody has to have it. Can't grow a garden without it. You need it for sanitation. Just, I can't speak near enough about water. And if not water itself, what about water purification 
capabilities. Maybe that's the barter. Maybe you have a, a well, or if you don't, maybe you have a really, really good water filter. And the trade is, hey, if I bring you 10 empty gallon jugs, will you filter water for me? And then I will give you whatever it is in return. So a water filter, in addition to stored water, may be the, another great item for you to have on hand. And of course, don't expend all your resources for your family to help somebody else. This is, make sure you have extra of. Next will be medical supplies. And this could be as simple as rubbing alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, band-aids, bandages, things of that nature. Sunburn cream, you know, just extra medical supplies. The next thing you can barter are skills. This would work out as in, let's say I needed you to teach me how to grow a garden. But at the same time, you needed me to teach you how to fish. You can barter skills back and forth. Now, they've picked up a brand new skill. I've picked up a brand new skill, making each of us more independent. And knowledge truly is power. Uh, I believe that with everything that I am. The smarter you are, the more you know, the better prepared you are, at least mentally. And not being able to panic or not having to panic during a grid-down situation is a blessing of itself. It truly is. Next thing on the list, extra fishing tackle. Now, I don't mean try to store up bait. But what if you had extra hooks, extra lines, extra weights, things that may be extra lures, just all kinds of stuff you could store up in their original packages, and now you've got another item for barter. If you're teaching somebody how to fish, and they're teaching you how to garden, and all of a sudden, well, now that I know how to fish, but I don't have any gear, here you are. Now you've got more currency to spend with somebody that just learned that very valuable skill. Next item up, clothing repair. Don't laugh too much at this. you got to remember, we're talking about a grid-down situation. Walmart doors are shut. Your clothing store shelves are empty. The clothing that you have in your home is what you have. You're going to have to take care of it. Let's say you don't have a sewing machine, but your neighbor does. Or knows how to sew by hand. Depending on whether or not there's any electricity at all. You rip a hole in the knee of your pants while you're in the garden... Well, you're going to want to kind of get that fixed. Maybe your neighbor has the ability to fix those pants, and in return, you give them something out of the garden as repayment, some vegetables, whatnot. Next item on the list, small engine repair. Small engine repair is something I actually know how to do. So I actually took a course for it through the Votech. I took it mostly to be able to work on my own stuff. Uh, not necessarily to open up a small engine repair shop to make money, but I wanted to save money by not having to pay $25 an hour labor for a small engine repair guy to fix my lawnmower or my garden tiller or whatever it was. First aid treatment. Now this kind of sort of goes back to labor for either labor or goods. If you know first aid and you know it correctly and not 
what you've seen on TV and you think that's the gospel. No, I'm talking about actual first aid. If a neighbor gets injured, heat exhaustion, sunburn, got a fever, whatever it is, you might be able to trade out some first aid uh, help in return for something later. Next item on the list, I can't stress this anywhere near enough. Writing paper and pencils or ink pens. <clears throat> there is all kinds of things you're going to be needing to do in a grid down situation. If you're like I am, I like to make a list of things I need to get done that day. Because if I don't, I'll get distracted, I'll forget, and then I've got extra chores for the day after. So something as simple as a to-do list, uh, you're going to need a pen and piece of paper to make this list happen. Nothing critical, nothing extravagant. Go buy extra notebook paper. The line notebook paper, buy a pack of ink pens, buy extra. And that way you've got paper for you, you've got bartering stuff for somebody down the road. Maybe the lady down at the end of the street has a couple of kids and she's trying to homeschool them. Well, they've run out of paper. So here's you a bartering item. Maybe she makes you one hell of an apple pie as a repayment. I don't know. The, the possibilities are basically endless on stuff like that. Next, I want you to think about your personal hygiene. Well, everybody, if they're smart, utilizes personal hygiene. So extra soap, toothpaste, laundry soap, etc., etc., etc. If you can store that stuff up and have extra on hand, then you've got another item to barter. Of course, with that also, you would want to consider extra toilet paper, uh, paper towels, and the toilet paper covers a couple of different areas. Not only does it cover hygiene and sanitation, but it also is a bartering item. Paper towels in a pinch could be used as toilet paper. Just having the option between the two Use toilet paper for what its intended purpose is. Use paper towels for basically everything else. Last but definitely not least, cooking spices and herbs. If you have a way of either purchasing them and storing them or growing them and storing them or growing them and using them right out of the garden as a bartering item, that is a major, major thing. Nobody wants to cook a meal and it just taste like cardboard spices and herbs just about anybody that makes their meals from scratch you're gonna have spices and herbs and it's back to the flavorful food all of a sudden you've got a little bit of a morale boost going on instead of living off ramen noodles or whatever your plan is getting your morale and your spirits back up helps a lot in a otherwise panic type situation so this list once again is not completely inclusive there are so many things you could add to this list that's not funny if you're writing this list down as i'm giving it to you please don't stop there think about what would work in your area in your neighborhood what could you barter Here, here's another good example for you we have chickens and our hens lay seven Anywhere between five to seven eggs a day. Right there's another bartering currency. Eggs. It's food. It's 
I don't know how to explain it. People have to eat. And while eggs may not be their favorite meal, it might be the difference between going to bed hungry and going to bed full. Back to the morale boost. You've got to keep your morale up. You've got to have a sense of hope. And every single thing that you can do now to make it better down the road, then you're better off for it. Don't wait till the last minute. Don't get caught with your pants down, as the old saying goes. Please don't get blindsided. The world we live in today is not known for being the safest, most pleasant place to be. So prepare now to make it easier for you later. And as always, thank you for listening. Stay safe. God bless.